It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast comes with a language warning. There's even a C-bomb, but it is related to Tony Abbott. There are some pretty significantly frayed nerves around the country at the moment as we move toward the conclusion of the same-sex marriage survey in which all Australians have been asked to vote on whether gay Australians should be allowed to marry. From my perspective as a heterosexual woman, it's been fascinating watching people develop arguments around why, in this bastion of modernity, democracy and equality, not all Australians should be treated equally. But that's my privilege. From Josh Thomas's perspective, it's a lot more emotional than fascinating. This is the Nitty Gritty Committee, stories about the guts and the glory of life. And this week, we talk to Josh Thomas, the creator and star of Please Like Me, the gentle, moving comedy series about a young gay man making his way in the world. As the star of that show, Josh has become something of a spokesman for smart, young, unapologetic gays, whether he wanted to or not. But as usual, there were many other things swimming around in Josh's head when we sat down to podcast together. I don't know if I just had a, um, I was driving, you know, I have ADHD, right? Yep. And I was like, I drove the wrong way. I drove over the, the gateway, right? Westgate. The yep. West Westgate. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought I was like 10 minutes ago and I was like, oh, you didn't have your um, ADHD medication. I think maybe that's what's going on this morning. And then, but I couldn't remember. And then I got in my bag and I had like my little pill box and I took a pill out of that. And I'm not sure actually after I took it, I was like, I'm not sure if I put in that ADHD medication or sleeping pills. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. There's a possibility you took a sleeping pill instead? And maybe I, maybe I, I took a, um, maybe I took, uh, yeah, a benzodiazepine. <laughs> I, how are you feeling about the? How confident are you feeling about this interview? I'm completely confident. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of hopeful, to be honest. If I'm completely honest with you, that it was. I'm hoping it was amphetamine, but it may have been yeah. a benzodiazepine. I'm hoping you'll be on some kind of Stillnox rage in a minute. You just want to eat everything, and <laughs> I've never done that. I don't know what that. Have you ever no, done that? No, I've never done that. But I have. I know what it's like to have. I have the antidepressants, and I think, have I taken one today? I feel like I'm. I feel a bit shuddery. Does that mean I didn't take one? Then I'm not sure if I've taken two now. Yeah. Do you have the little box that says Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? 
Not with my my ADHD men. You just take as required. Oh, do you? Yeah. So I don't take. I mean, I don't take it like socially usually. Oh, okay. Or like, um, I don't know if that's wrong. They seem fine with it. I take it when I have work to do. I have to clean up. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know you could do that. That I, I thought yeah. it was like an ongoing. You have no, to take not it like every day. Depression medication. You have to like build yeah. up. And you need it all the time because it's like in you. No, no, no. It's like it's like a coffee. If you, like, take it a bit and then stop altogether, you get, like, a bit of a come down over a few days. Your ADHD? Of the dexamphetamine, yeah. Yeah. speed, I guess. Wow, that's fascinating. So, um, just when you know you're going out and you're going to be with people, you take no, it. I don't do it socially. Right. Because it makes me really dull. Yeah. So, either way, we're not going to win. You know? I wouldn't just do it for an interview because it makes me really focused. And, like, I really finish my sentences. Or, like, if I do it, sometimes I'll do it when I see my mum because then she'll say, like, what have you been up to? And then I'll, like, tell her what I've been up to. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what a miracle. She's, like, so excited. Yeah, She's, yeah. Like, like, so you've been doing this at work and you've been working with those people and who's Trudy? I was like, oh, well, Trudy. And then I tell her who Trudy is, you know? <laughs> But I don't want to be like, like that with my friends. Yeah, yeah. Because it sounds like mums would love it if their kids would take those drugs. Because even I'm yeah. 44 and she goes, what have you been up to? And I go, nothing. 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 I don't Not know. Much. I don't know. What? No. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. No, I tell her. Nice. Yeah. How was your relationship with your parents? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it is great. I mean, they must be so proud of you. Are we at that level now? Um, yeah, I think they are now just fine. Yeah, they are like, they're just like, they're so worried all the time when I was like my 20s. Were yeah. your parents the same? They were. Um, and certainly when you say to your parents, I want to be a comedian or whatever, that's weird. They don't yeah. understand that. And you and I both were in Queensland. I was in Toowoomba, you were in Brisbane. So I think that's not really a thing in Brisbane to be a performer. Or it wasn't in our yeah. day. So I can see how they think, oh my God, my kid's crazy. Um, they and- were both kind of excited about it. But then my dad was really cautious. Once he tried to get me to join the Army Reserve <laughs> as a backup career. Wow. <laughs> like, dad, that's not... Have you been... Like, have you had one conversation with me in the last 20 years? <laughs> like, this is not the right place for me. I'm not going to be a good culture fit for the Army Reserve, actually. No. But also, you're much more confident now than you were, you know, than all of us are more confident now than we were when no, we were I was 17. Terrible when I was 20 as a puddle. Yeah, so I could see how they could be really worried about you going out into the wide world in any capacity. I'm I'm shocked that he suggested the armed forces. <laughs> Seems a bit extreme. It does. Yeah. Under those circumstances. So are they feeling like they're confident now that you're a capable adult human? Yeah, I just have to keep telling them that I have like money and then yeah. and then I'm like, actually it's fine. Like, but what are you doing next? And I'm like, actually I'm okay. Like, don't worry. Yeah. And that's all they really care about. Yeah, like you, the fact that you don't have to work tomorrow stresses them out. You're like, no, oh, I can actually afford not to work every single day. Yeah, I can go on a holiday. You know, yeah. So I've been working for five years, like pretty much straight now. Yeah. So they're like, hmm. Yeah, no, they're fine. I think, yeah. <laughs> sure. It's not you, that interesting, is it? It is. I'm just disappointed that pause there was me being like, yeah, actually, I don't have any, my parents don't do any weird stuff anymore. No, that's fine. They my dad to... called me the other day and asked me for advice about his relationship. Okay. And then like listened. And I just couldn't, I just, he's never, he just would never let me be the authority on anything, I don't think. Wow. And, and something so personal. Now he's like just starting to be like, oh, actually, maybe you know about some things. Wow. How old are you now? 30. That's massive that your dad actually took you seriously about relationships. He was relationship. like quite vulnerable. And I don't think he was drunk. 
No, probably not. I mean, I think the body of work that you've put together now as well is quite sophisticated. Maybe that's why. Maybe they've seen what you're capable of producing in terms of stuff about interpersonal relationships and the depth of that. Maybe that gives them a confidence that... He thinks I'm emotionally mature. Yeah, emotional intelligence, as they say. You have it. It's quite strong. I don't think that's what he gets out of that show. Really? I don't know. <laughs> what does he get out he of it? He always just complains that it's so sad. And he's like, it's not funny. It's just depressing. So he says stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, but it is funny, but it's just not, you know. It's not Benny Hill humor. funny. Yeah. He yeah. loves two and a half men. You wow. Know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, then. No, it's not that funny. It's not It's not two and a half men funny. He doesn't get it when I make jokes either. I mean, just in, personally. And then, but then he makes jokes that are like, he always says what I call like, um, Single entendres, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Where he's yep. just like, and then I fucked it. I'm like, what? Why did you do that? <laughs> I used to work with a guy who made single entendres. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and again, because it's like, it feels autobiographical, the show, at least to a certain extent. So that makes me think, wow, how do your parents feel? And was this stuff out there in your relationship uh, beforehand? You know, obviously your real mum didn't... Uh, go the way of your mum on the show. No, she's still there. Uh, the big thing that my mum, the funniest thing my mum reacted to was there's this like sex scene in it that's quite like um, romantic. Mm. And um, she says to me, Josh, can I, can I ask you something? You're not, you're not going to be very comfortable about it. And I said, well, then don't ask me, actually, <laughs> if you know I'm not going to like it. Then why? Let's just move on. Yeah. And she was can boys do it front ways? <laughs> oh, I just had that big conversation with someone a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Because we just seen it and then I was like, yeah. yeah, boys can do it front ways. She goes, oh, well, that's a nicer way of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and it was huge. And she mentioned it the other day. She mentioned it again. Like, she just, she just hadn't ever imagined gay sex, like, as being gentle and nice. She'd always imagined, I guess, just, like, pounding. Yeah. And like troughs and stuff. I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. But like, <laughs> no. I think a lot of people do imagine it that way. I just had this conversation, with, and and the guy was show, like, they were like, show me, and he was showing them how it can be possible, front ways. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Heaps of ways. There's so many of ways. ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't worry about us. You know, we're very creative, just as like a, as generally as a culture. So yes. you know, to, You're you so know, right. Yeah. yeah. We shouldn't worry about you. I think that's the biggest thing that she took away from it actually there's like other personal stuff but i always feel guilty when she talks about it because a lot of it is made up and like some of it is based on research and stuff and sometimes she'll like find something that's what i would find difficult if i were your mum. i'd think okay which bits of this are made up and which bits are things that he's been harboring since childhood yeah exactly <laughs> you know yeah but the most mostly they're nice and i don't usually so, so mostly they're nice things in the show i mean i don't give her a very hard time yeah she gets a lot of free passes to be, to be honest <laughs> Um, <laughs> a pretty, it's a pretty kind characterization of my mother. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she'll like find these meanings and these things. I don't have like the, the like, I can't be like, oh, that's actually a, a quote from an interview I did with someone. Like, mm. it's not like about you. But I don't tell her that if it's nice. Yeah, if it's yeah. bad, then I'm like, oh no, that's not you. That is not you, mum. No. All the nice stuff is you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like in Australia there has there's a like. Is there room for a couple of gay guys to be famous and be, or is there like an exchange where it's you for a while and then if you move away, then another guy gets a go? Like me, like Joel Creasy. That's exactly Tom who I'm thinking about. Who you're thinking it's about? A, both of them are exactly who I'm thinking about. It feels like in the media's eye, when 
Please Like Me finished and you, you know, you were quiet for a little while, having a break, whatever you're doing, suddenly Joel Creasy's everywhere. It's like he's our he's our pet gay in the in the media. Do I think no, I don't know. I don't like I think we work in pretty different spaces. Mm, totally. Like um I do scripted stuff. I stopped doing much variety television. Yeah. I'm not going on I'm a celebrity to get it, get me out of here. Like no. I did that celebrity splash, you know, I'm not in my mid twenties yeah. anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that stuff. Or even thinking, well, what was it called? Talking about my generation, you know. You've even you done that. Yeah, let's come back. I'm not doing that. No. Um, I don't know. I think he sort of thinks so. He, like, talks about it sometimes. But I hear him, like, saying, like, oh, but Josh Thomas. And I'm like, I don't know. I didn't realize that we were, like, connected at the hip, you know? Yeah. Like, in, it like used he... to be very similar with female comedians. Not so much anymore. But it definitely felt like... When Judith Lucy was having her moment, everyone else had to sure she can't get in. No, Did you Judith... feel like you were competing, especially with her or something? Not that, that I was competing, but it felt like, oh, all the jobs go to one woman at a time. Yeah, like you okay. can't, yeah. it does, it's not like that anymore, but there have been patches where it's like, oh, Julia Morris is the female at the moment. She gets all the jobs and the rest of us, you know? Yeah. So that's where I got that. That wondering from I don't, I don't know because he said to me he mentioned this like because people think we have this rivalry and I was like what I don't <laughs> I don't think that but I stay out of it you know like I don't hang out with comedians or or like I've got no idea what's going on yeah. I don't know what people are doing yeah you used to you used to hang out with comedians what what changed <laughs> um I just didn't make that friends with that many comedians I guess made my own friends outside. Oh, I thought that. Well, that's interesting. I always thought you were you were you know hanging around. out around. Yeah, around. Yeah, I used to be obsessed with stand up generally, so I'd like want to go and watch the shows and yeah. I'd hang out at, like the Hi Fi Club and do all that. But I don't want to watch that much stand up anymore. Do you watch stand up anymore? No. In fact, if it's coming on TV, I'm I'm like, Ugh, and I'll change the channel. I'm yeah. like, yeah. I mean, we would have seen like thousands and thousands. Yeah. Of Is that okay? I always feel like guilty to admit that to other comedians, but I'm just bored with it. Well, yeah, also sort of people who like think like, oh, this is the big conversation for us to bond with. But people yeah. like that really love comedy and they're like, oh, you know, Seinfeld's yeah. Netflix thing. Or did you see this like new up and coming stand up? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I actually just, I don't know what you're talking about. I had that with Louis C.K. That's how many years <laughs> I've been bored. It's like, it must be seven, eight years ago. Everyone was talking about Louis C.K. And I was like, no, I don't yeah. know who that is. I haven't seen that thing. I mean, I would never watch a straight man. No. Ever. No. Actually, not for a second. And I'm sorry, some of them are our friends, but no way, <laughs> not ever, not for a moment. Really? Yeah. Not Seinfeld, not Louis C.K. No. Not any of them. No. Absolutely not. I'm like, I'm like definitely discriminatory. Yeah. That's fine. You're old enough to know your own taste. You don't have to pretend to have different tastes. You have to be a gay or a woman. That's it. Well, oh, I, I won't listen. Actually, love that. Yeah. <laughs> I just like feeling included. Thank you. Yeah. It's really sweet of you. Absolutely. You are very included. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's nice. So who are... I definitely wouldn't have done this podcast if it was a straight man. Yeah, really? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know. I just don't like... Is it bad? I've been wondering about it a lot lately. We don't hire very many straight men and I don't watch them and um, I don't... Okay, the next show I have that I'm working on won't have any straight men carrying that many. Yeah, really? And... Um, yeah, I'm just not interested. I feel like there's like enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like there's not enough. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just enough and I'm just not that interested in it. No. Nah. I've got no new v- viewpoints on heterosexual men I and that. I don't think they do either. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Particularly at the moment, there's just so much white hetero man rage around the place about various issues and systems, breakdowns and stuff. 
that I'm I'm at that point where I think, oh fuck, if I have to listen to another white heterosexual man talking about the way of life changing for yeah. the, you know, like fuck up. And then at the end, you can't kiss them. You so, so I'm can't. just like I'm bored. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not interested. And it's not like usually we're just patting ourselves on the back because there's a gay character in something. So it's not like. There's not an imbalance. I think you can get away with making shows about gays and not yeah. having many heteros in them. I think that's okay. Yeah, I mean, I just, yeah. What are you making, by the way? Can you can you say? Oh, not really. Oh, wow. Okay, I'm intrigued. It's not like, it's just not, like, it's like in development, so you can't talk about it. Cause yeah. It's like... Can you say who it's in development with? I don't know, actually. But I do know that you're moving to America. I just got my O1 visa this morning. What does that mean? It means that I'm an alien of outstanding ability. Are you really? <laughs> yeah, that's what it means. No one in America yeah. can do what you do. Doesn't that mean that? No, it just means that, like, you are – I don't know what it means. <laughs> I'm an alien of outstanding ability. It just means that I'm good. And that's, like, now been approved by the U.S. government. So I feel like now whenever anyone, like, tweets me something mean or anything like that, I can just be like, actually, I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm outstanding. Yeah, I actually. have like a little I have like a little a certificate that says so from the US government. That's you know? awesome. So you're moving to America. That's big? Mm. Like indefinitely or for a period of time? What do you think? I'm flying my dog over. Are you so really serious. flying John over? Yeah, I'm flying John over. So how does that work like um quarantine wise? How long does he have well, to stay? He's got his rabies injection. So okay. he's fine to go in. Oh. Because they're so dirty there. They don't care. You know what I mean? That's right. We're the hardest, aren't we? Yeah, we're so we're so clean. Yeah. Bringing him back is 10 days. Oh, that's all right. We can do that. Yeah, Ten they days. just changed it. Because a few years ago I wanted to move in, it was six weeks, and I was like, that's that's too scary, actually. I'd, I would have to leave John in the country if I ever wanted to come home. I'm sure Miff Warhurst had like three months that yeah. her cats had to stay in. It used to be wild. Wow, John's moving to America, yeah, man. In Hollywood. I just think it's so funny. <laughs> it's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. I remember when you got that dog and I thought, Nah, that dog's going to live with Josh's parents soon. <laughs> because that's what we all, that's what I did. That's what we all did when we were that age. And we so wanted a dog. Thought. Yeah. We wanted a dog. And then you get a dog and you go, this is really hard. And I'm trying to do stand up and touring around the country. Mum, can you please take care of my dog? And it becomes her dog. But you never did that with John. No, I really, I really like looked at him and he's still alive. He sure is. And I'm like so proud. Like I'm, I'm so shocked, yeah. you know, and I'm like, we've done, me and you have really done this together. You have toured the country. I remember yeah. you used to take him on tour with mm-hmm. you. He used to do shows. He's been in my show. He's retired now. He's old, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's he doesn't do nothing. He's just he moving to WeHo, bub. Is yeah, that where he's, he's moving, moving to? to? No, West Hollywood? I, I wish. I don't think so. Where are you moving to? you got to move to West Hollywood. It's too expensive. Even for you? <laughs> Even for me. Because they're all like, God, it's too much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's a drag. I think maybe I'll move to Laurel Canyon. Nice. And that's like the that's like the forest behind WeHo. I know you got to be careful of the coyotes. Yeah, okay. With I Mr. Will. John. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't go outside. You kidding? He's good. gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> John's not going outside. Not I'm ever. I'm so glad. Okay, yeah. good. He hasn't remember, been outside since like 1999. I remember Rove was what wa- wa- I think he was around Laurel Canyon was walking through his kitchen at nighttime and a coyote was looking through his back door at him. I mean, that's pretty cool. It's beautiful. It's so cool. It's a beautiful, yeah. funny, weird town, isn't it? In a great way. Yeah, it's like, like sometimes I just love it. Like I'll be, I have these days where I'm just like, oh my God, this is like the most amazing, magical day. And I'll go and do like all this weird celebrities will happen, you know? And um, and then like, 
And then, like, four hours later, you want to kill yourself. Yeah, I know. It's got a real, like, energy of yeah. broken dreams it's about like I'm it. trash. I'm wasting my time. Yeah. They have those hills, like, literally on the hill, like, looking down on you, being yeah. like, you're not good enough. Yeah. And then, um, but then other days, cool things happen. Do you want to hear celebrity course, stories? yeah. From LA? Because I went to LA for 10 days and saw nobody. Saw, saw nobody? nothing. Some nothing. of mine are pretty good. Yeah, great. What you got? Do you you like them, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I love them. I love them. Um do you actually or do you just pretend to do on the I, breakfast I, radio? No, I like I pretend a lot of things on breakfast radio, but yeah. I <laughs> I genuinely love when my friends tell me stories about things they've seen in LA and people they've seen. I find that fun because when you get there it feels like um this weird bubble where all yeah. those people just think they're living in a town. It's like they, it's almost like the Truman Show. Like they don't know that we're all watching them all the time. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how it feels. Yeah. You know? So when you see them doing normal stuff, it's like, whoa. Did you ever see one celebrity in 10 Not days? one. Not one, babe. I saw Cameron Diaz once get in her car. That's not my best story. But I just, I saw her get in the car. I was like, I think it's Cameron Diaz. And there are like dogs in the back. And then I Googled Cameron Diaz's dogs. And that's how I know it was her. And it was them. Um, do you want to hear about, uh, once I went to, you know, Seth MacFarlane. He created yeah. South Park. He has these big. No, Family Guy. Family Guy. Yes, whatever. yes. One of those. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> fuck, it was, it was, it was yeah, right. a fan. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he has these like. Big parties, right? That is, is, he turns his tennis goal, he puts a tent over the top and he gets a whole orchestra oh. and then he mostly sings in front of the orchestra all night, right? Which I, wow. I, I don't like criticize because I was a guest, but that's what happened. Yeah, okay. And I met like Zac Efron was there and um, uh, like all the, whatever, like properly famous people. And you were invited to this party. Yeah, yeah. That's from awesome. my friends. And then I'm there with, uh, so my, my boyfriend looks a bit like Dave Grohl. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and he then, does. Uh, K- Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love are there, and you know, like Courtney Love and okay, Kurt Cobain's been dead for a really long time. So she was with. So she was with who? Marilyn Manson. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel like you. I'm a professional. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're good at a lot of stuff. Star spotting is a little bit scratchy. I don't even know these people. Are. I, was I know. That after. I know. Yep. All right. So my boyfriend's there, and he looks like Dave Grohl, and then Marilyn Manson's there with Courtney Love. Got it. And he taps Courtney Love, and he goes, "Oh my god, that's Dave." Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wrong, right? <gasps> so Josh is my boyfriend. That We have the same name. Uh, he says to me, that 
Marilyn Manson just said to Courtney Love that I'm Dave Grohl. And I was like, I'm so happy to pretend this happened. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to lie to me, babe. But like, and like, yeah. I'm sure you saw, they saw yeah. you or something. And, and I, I'm like, this is a great story that you've spun this into. And we'll just go forward like that. And he was like, no, screw you. And then he like goes over to Marilyn Manson. He goes, did you think I was Dave Grohl? And then he like laughs and says, yes, he was Dave Grohl. And then they went off. Today. And then like, Ten minutes later, Josh walks back and his chinos are all ripped off. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what happened? And he goes, I wanted to rip my chinos. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson wanted to rip my chinos. And he ripped Josh Schmidt's chinos off. Well, it's hard to deny Marilyn Manson when he wants to do something. I think oh, it's I mean, best to just sit quietly and let it in the world. <laughs> was he? Yeah, 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 yeah. He has a strawberry in his reason for like seven years because when he was like 12-year-old, Courtney Love bit it. So oh, like, that's adorable. He's yeah. a riot girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been together now? Five and a half years. It's a while. It's a long time. Yeah, that's lovely. Isn't it? Yeah. He's moving with you, obviously. Got to be. No. No, he isn't because he can't because we're gay. What do you mean? Well, I can't get him a spouse visa because we can't get married. And oh. even if you can get married, actually, they still don't really let the gays on their have spouse visas. Really? Yeah. So he has to like find his own way. Oh. We'll, we're fine. We've been together for a long time. We'll just like see each other for a few weeks and he'll come home and work. Coming up on the Nitty Gritty Committee, we hear from Josh about the emotional impact of the same-sex marriage survey on him and his friends. We'll definitely talk same-sex marriage survey soon, but first, Josh's recently dislocated finger has made him a bit anxious about his upcoming move to America. It's just hard. i got to finish packing my house. I have to get, like, American health insurance. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, What I a can't. nightmare. I've never had to think about I that. I these tweets about it, you know, and then yeah. I'm like, oh, this is, like, me now. Like, yeah. the other day, I dislocated my finger. You sure did. It I was thought... unreal. It was pointing out, like, a right angle out the wrong way, huh? Yeah, it was, like, it was grotesque. Sideways, yeah. And, um... The whole time I was just like, oh, if this happens in America, I'm screwed. Once I went to the emergency room in America, it was a nine-hour wait. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Mind you, I went to the emergency room in Melbourne with a kid with a broken arm, and it was an eight-hour wait. They let them sit in the emergency room for eight hours? They did, overnight. It was horrible. It was so bad. So With pain? Did they give them painkillers or anything? Nope. Nothing. No. We just had to hold her arm in a certain place so it didn't move. What hospital? Um... Footscray. Private? Nah. The private, the public ones, no, the private ones don't have emergency rooms. It was in the middle of the night. I went to the Epworth. Ah, how was that? Yeah, it's great. That's where you got your finger done? Yeah. 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 Okay, well, America's going to be more Footscray, I think you'll find. More Footscray. Than Epworth, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, I thought in America now, I know that it's just dislocated. I'll just pop it back in. I won't yeah. bother going to the doctor. I'm like, that's what they do. That's what they do. You know? I know. I'm I'm such a nerd. I just get scared I'm going to get shot in America. Like, I just like, I'm walking around thinking, you all have guns. I know you do. I never felt that in America, but I felt that when I was going through Europe in a weird way. Really? Because there'd been those weird, like, truck driving things or whatever. Oh, yeah. And I think it was in, like, spare time as well. And sometimes you would just kind of be standing in a crowd and you'd think, like, where will I escape? But not in a serious way, but like occasionally it would just like pop into your head. Yeah, totally. 
I don't know why not in America because no. it's clearly worse. And I guess now I will now that we've had Please, this Please, could you? It really you. should be in your head. And I want you yeah. looking for escape all the time. Oh, yeah, you're doing gay bars. Do you? Yeah, because of Pulse. I mean, you sort of did anyway. But um, uh, since Pulse, yeah. Yeah. I, I suppose I should ask you while you're here about the same-sex marriage vote or whatever the fuck. We've finished doing. it, haven't we? Like People have handed it in. We have. Yeah, yeah, we have. But, I mean, did it? Stir up feelings for you. I know Adam Richard, our friend, um, who is my age, older yeah. than you, and he said that for the first time in 30 years he went to see a counsellor Yeah, because he felt like for the first time in 30 years he felt, I wish this wasn't me. I wish I wasn't gay. The whole thing was fucking grotesque and it's Tony, Malcolm Turnbull's fault and it's just, I'm, I'm sort of worried that if they vote, yes, everyone's going to forget what a disgusting, miserable thing they did. I mean, I've been called a pedophile a lot lately, you know, like just like a lot. Really? Yeah, like every day someone comes in to tell me I'm a pedophile. Comes in where? On your On socials? Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but the thing about those socials is you kind of think like, oh, that's just in the socials. And I've always been very good at kind of separating and not really paying attention to that. And actually, honestly, the last, before this, for the three years before that, I would have got three bad messages in my Twitter yeah. stream at all. Yeah. Across the whole three years. But then as soon as the this thing started, every day now I'm getting called a pedophile. Um, or like a faggot or like whatever. Or like people that'll say like um, that it's not okay to be gay and use the gay youth suicide as like data to show oh, wow. that it's bad. Just this general underlying feeling from them that being gay is a choice and that it's perverse and that it's contagious and that like we deserve to be mocked. And then... Um, well, not marked. I mean, you know, when you when you when you put all that against the the U.S. voting against making it illegal to give the death penalty if people are gay, which happened a few weeks ago, when you look at like mm. like a few countries now that are like rounding gay people up and killing them, it does like you get like this is pretty serious, right? Mm. This kind of hatred. You don't want to encourage it, and it has been encouraged. I mean, I don't. We wish I wasn't gay. Like, Adam, I didn't feel that. I just felt like this has just opened up a lot of, given permission, people to be haters. Mm -hmm. And oh, that's, what, that's a point I was making before. Usually I can separate out my, my Twitter when it's, like, mean or whatever. But the thing about my Twitter at the moment is because it's been so overwhelming, um, it is, it's just such a reminder how homophobic people are. And you kind of forget, you know, yeah. the fact that we're actually not sure if it's going to come back. Or even if it comes back at like 40%, mm. to then have that number in your head walking around that four out of ten people are actually homophobic, which is a, which is a thing I've always had. Mm. Um, and it's especially like for me, it's like heightened because I'm on television. So you're like always aware every time you have like an interaction that that person might think you're disgusting. But now it's like really, I've got like, really strong words from people to like that I know what's going on in there in a monologue you know with these people that I meet with like mm. taxi drivers that are like a bit weird or whatever so um, that's the thing that has happened for me it's like oh yeah that's right people are really homophobic and I because I'd gotten quite complacent I kind of was mm. like I stopped talking about it because I felt like it was getting kind of boring and I was like I don't want every gay person on television going on about gay youth suicide because it's, like, not good marketing. It's actually not good for the gay agenda. And also, it's really fun being gay. But then this, I was like, oh, even if we win it, it's really, like, shown to me just just how much incredible hate there is towards, like, me and my brother and my friends. And I, and I, 
and and it's been there for so long. You know, at the end of my street, there's this huge billboard that says "Vote No." You just think, oh, they still hate us. And then you get so frustrated because there's no one, there's no facts, you know. Like, like if they were like, we shouldn't do this because it's bad for our religion. I, first of all, I'd be like, well, read the Bible. It's not. And um, but they don't like argue on those grounds. They always argue on kind of really irrelevant things, and they try and make everything about trans issues, which is just because no one is allowed to be openly homophobic anymore, which is great. So now they're bringing trans people in it, but that's just awful for them. I don't know why they're even being pulled into this. That's an interesting perspective. You think that, that open homophobia is frowned upon, so open transphobia is sort of the next Yeah, that's the next thing. Place to you go. know, you don't have to go back that long ago when yeah. you see the Southern Christian lobby just being openly homophobic the way they are openly transphobic, but they've learned that's not going to play. Mm. So now they're saying, we'll put out your kids or all this stuff, which is like, again, like even all that, all that stuff, all that anti-safe school stuff, all that stuff is just about people trying to make people think that gay people are in some way pedophiles. That's what it's like hinting at. And that is like, they don't say it. So it's not, it's not what you hear so clearly that, but then when I get the feed, I was like, Oh, this is actually what they think. And I mean, I have the same feed as Jim Wallace, you know, like, or not Jim Wallace. Who's the guy in our Lyle shelter? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's getting all these messages. His followers are sending him all the same stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he knows that's who he's like parading. Like he knows that's who's, who he's the front guy for. And then he pretends that he isn't. But that, and he knows what he's stirring up. He knows about gay violence. He says that like there's no homophobia, and it's just a crazy thing to say. And by saying that there isn't homophobia, you apart from discrediting everybody's experience and then like not giving them a place to feel valid about what happened to them, you like give people permission to be more homophobic in a weird way. And also, then they they keep doing this thing where they try to point the paint the yes campaign as being violent which is absurd because we're not a team actually yeah we're not a campaign there's very small amounts of groups that are in this we're just a lot of people that have been bunched together Mm -hmm. some are gay most of the people doing violent things haven't been gay the guy that headbutted tony abbott's not queer right he's just a crazy motherfucker absolutely who said this has got nothing to do with the same sex plebiscite i just wanted to nut the cunt yeah and i mean it doesn't get clearer than that (laughs) and when they say that he's the yes campaign and they paint out gay people as being violent which has never we've never done anything violent We've got no history of violence. And then it gives the people that are violent and that are hateful, where there's a huge history for, permission to go out and do really scary things. So like for me, it's like when I know all of that's going on and I read all that and I go on the street, I don't feel bad about myself the way Adam does. I just feel like genuinely scared. I just wouldn't go. I've just been like more careful about where I'm going at the moment. Oh, that's terrible that you have to be more careful about where you're going as well and that you say, well, I just, I just be more careful. You know, that, that you yeah. should have to just accept that that's part of life and that's your responsibility. And I don't know. There's this new tide where everyone's decided it's okay to be violent against minorities again. Yeah. I think because the white guys, are, we are getting equality. And as we get equality, they feel like things have been taken from them. But it's like, actually, you're just on an even yes. playing field. But that, when you had more, feels like you're doing worse. I think so. When Tony Abbott talks about our lifestyle being under threat, I think the lifestyle he's referring to is the one in which white heterosexual men are in power everywhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he, when when he talks about the traditional family unit, he's saying like, you should be doing my washing. Like, that's yeah, what he's saying. Absolutely. He's like, I don't want to not do the washing. Yeah, I know. And I get it, man. I don't want to do the washing either, but someone's got to do the washing, I man. I don't want to be paid less. I know yeah. you don't want to be paid. It would yeah. suck if you got paid 18% less. Yeah. I get it. But this is like 
You can't just have this because you of the way you were born. So, I don't know. But the gay thing is not that as well. Gays are separate. Gays are like, get particularly heinous hate because it's sexual and yeah. people get grossed out by anal sex. And they don't like boys kissing. It's like a, and yet, it's like a separate like area of your body that feels grossed out by people doing sex things that you don't like. That, but yet, porn these days is so much about anal, so much so <laughs> yeah. that right that people who like counsel teenagers about sex are saying we have to teach people that that's not part of the basics. You know, people think it's yeah. basic: kiss, sex, anal. It's not ours. No, Do you know what I mean, yeah, it's not like, yeah. Like, but I don't, I don't know. I just. So how can people be so grossed out about anal on one hand and then be Googling it like crazy on the other hand? Well, isn't that kind of it? Like they like that it's like depraved or something. Yeah, right. But for us it isn't depraved. It's just what we've got. Totally. Just making the best of what you've got. <laughs> just making the best of the situation. <laughs> yeah. Also, they don't know fucking anything about it. Like, they're just wrong. Everything they say about it is wrong. Their science is wrong. Do they even know you can do it face to face? A he lot of them don't. Do they I reckon he doesn't. No. And I think it might make a difference. Yeah. You can still cuddle and have sex. Gay men can look in each other's eyes lovingly and cuddle yeah. and have sex, just like you do, Tony. He's... Just like you do, Lyle. Yeah. Do you think Tony looks lovingly? I don't think so. No. He looks creepily and winks. The only thing I can think is the more people kind of meet more gay people yeah. and the more they realize that being gay isn't a choice and that it's not contagious, then they kind of relax, you yeah. know? It's the people that think that it's a, something that we're doing because we, we like it, which is true. We, we do like it. Also, just the transparency of this, of it just being such a clear kind of... Malcolm Townbull just didn't have a solution and he came up with this thing that he knows is stupid. Mm-hmm. We know he knows it's stupid. Yeah. And he did it anyway. It's just like... If you felt like he was doing it because it was noble or good or right, then you would kind of be okay with it. But you know it's just this crappy thing that was made up in that cupboard that the liberals go into and they sit around that <laughs> desk and that, like, you know what I mean? With yeah. the really beautiful ceiling that I saw in an Adam Crabbe's show and they sit there with that really beautiful ceiling above them and they just couldn't make a decision, so they spent all this money. Well, because he had those ultra-conservatives who just refused to let him do it. So in order yeah. to placate them, we have to have this $120 million, billion, whatever it is, Vote that doesn't mean anything that people can vote twice in. I hear about people with dementia who one kid got to them before the other one and filled out their form. Well, this happened to my grandma, yeah. Did it really? Yeah. What happened? Well, my auntie's really religious and my grandma's really religious but pro gay. And well, last time I spoke to her about it, um, she like stood up in church once and had to go with the priest for being anti gay. Wow. And my mum was like, Can I talk to grandma about the survey? And my auntie was like, It's private and wouldn't let my mum talk to her. So I don't know what happened there, but yeah. it's fine. I mean, I, I don't even know like if it gets yes, if we'll be happy or like, yeah. it, just, it just doesn't feel. Because even then it's not finished. Even then yeah. politicians have to vote on it. And then you get to the end, and, and no matter what, you get this number of people that are like, know how much they hate you. Have you ever read your, like, Q scores? No. No, I have no idea. A, a few years ago, they, like, um, printed one of them in, like, Mumbrello or something. They did, like, a separate one. Oh, God. So the Q scores are, like, um, they, like, ask people what they think about you. About celebrities, right? <laughs> about celebrities. And then they rank them, and they have... Um, they either have no opinion or they like you or they hate you is the three categories. Oh, wow. And once they printed it, like, a few, like it would have been five years ago, 
and I read mine and it was um, 40% of people had no opinion. No, 60% of people had just no opinion. <laughs> right, right. 60% of people just didn't care. That, like, they didn't recognize my name or didn't know what was going on. 20% of people really, like, are fans. And 20% of Australians hate me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, uh, for, like, a year, I would, like, walk into a room and I'd think, like, oh, like, that table... <laughs> I'm thinking, what a what an yeah. idiot! They're just walking to the room. That table's excited. So you then... really do have a mathematical thing going on in your mind where you imagine two out of ten hate me. Yeah, it's, not, it's four healthy. out of ten hate gays. So yeah. I wonder if they're like the same well, people. Well, now we're or... gonna get this. All yeah. gays are gonna have that same experience where I they're like, think of it that way. Forty wow. percent of the people in this room hate me. Which is not healthy. It's not healthy, but certainly, surely it changes from suburb to suburb. Surely there's suburbs you go, nah, probably. I'm above average liking yeah, we're here. We're not going to North Queensland. No, for a no, while. no, no. Yeah, yeah. I just think the conservatives don't have the foothold that they say they do. We're going to find out on this stupid vote. I think we might lose it. No, really? Yeah, well, we lost a lot of things lately. You're the second person today who's expressed concern about that to me, and I, I... never thought we'd win it. Really? Yeah. I have moments of terror when I think, God, imagine if. If well, doesn't... if we win it, there's like this party in the street and everyone's yep. going to be so happy. They put it on a Wednesday, which is a real douchebag yeah, move. It really put it is. on Thursday. It's a really traditionally fun night for gay people. Yeah. And, uh, and if they say no, I just think everyone's going to sit home and feel a bit icky. Yeah. I don't think the people that voted no are going to be like, yes, they're going to be a bit like, oh, good. Oh, good. You know, they're not going to be happy, are they? <sighs> no, I don't think. No. I don't know what makes them happy. No, me neither. It's weird. It's hard to imagine someone being happy when they're so focused on preventing strangers from being happy, isn't it's it? It's a lot to walk to the letterbox. Yeah. Do you know me to care that much? Yeah, yeah. It's like full on. Mm. About people you don't know, strangers, people have nothing to do with you and go, no, I don't yeah. want them to do what they want. It's weird. It's really weird. Especially when I think about the fact that I can't get a visa for my, my boyfriend because of it. And like They're like saying like, no, you don't get to see him. Yeah. You don't get to see him. Classic example of why they say, oh, but you can have civil unions or whatever. It's just the same. Yeah. Well, it's not. You've got a legal issue here that makes you different. Yeah, there's no way he – if I die, he doesn't have any of the protections really. Yeah. But he gets John, right? Yeah, but he would. But then if someone else challenged him for my dog, then he would have to prove or whatever. Wow. We broke up for a small period this year, you know, like – if we were married, it would be like that. But mm. if someone decided after I died that they wanted him, then he might change Josh. Josh has no protection. Did you say you broke up for a small period this year? Yeah. Oh. Because I'm leaving. Oh, okay. So did you have a, let's just. I was like, let's just not do this. But then I got sad about it, so we got back together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. But then I'm still not seeing him. I know, but that's, a, that's you know, that's when you're in love with someone. Just Where'd... Wait. It kind of doesn't make sense intellectually, but you just have to do it emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what we're doing. You'll be fine. Just learn to sext. If I, I swear to him, God, I he swear would be to God. so unhappy. <laughs> He'd be like, "What are you trying to? Why? Why? What have you done? Why? You definitely think it was a joke. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. It would like. It would like. But he's a bit like pearl clutchy. Is he? Yeah, like he can't talk about things like that in 
Like, I've never spoken about sex. What a pair you are. What do you mean you've never spoken about it? We would never talk about it. What do you mean? telling people this. Oh, okay. You would never talk about your own sex or other people's or just the concept? just gets, like, a bit nervous. So if your mum said to him, if he was there when she said, hey, can you guys have sex face to face? That would not. He'd say, ah! (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca. Oh, you (laughs) got Oh, beautiful. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming. I just really enjoy talking to you all the time. I don't get many chances, but I enjoy it. No, it's nice. It's really nice. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nitty Gritty Committee. Thank you so much to Josh Thomas for taking the time to talk before he makes the big move to America. And thank you to everyone who's gone to iTunes and given us a nice review and five-star ratings. We'll be back next Monday with another episode. 